Disclaimer, all private home games discussed in this episode are not raked. There are no paid dealers and hosts do not charge anything to play. Names, venues, and dates may be changed to protect the innocent. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the SLC Rounders Poker Podcast. I'm Mean Dean. Here for episode three. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks since I've done an episode. Um, I don't have a lot planned for today. If you can tell in my voice, I sound a little nasally. A little bit like John Lovitz. I've been sick the last week or so. And I did get in some poker right before I got sick, and I'm supposed to be playing poker right now. I'm missing a game right now because I haven't been feeling too great. I'm feeling okay, I guess. I feel good enough, actually, to go go play some poker, but I don't want to be the asshole sitting at the table coughing and blowing his nose every 10 minutes, and I just don't want to be that guy. I already have like a chronic cough anyway that never seems to quite go away ever since I got COVID two years ago. Uh, But I don't want it to be worse than it normally is. So this will be one of the first episodes where we do some poker news. I don't know if it's really poker news. Yeah, so I'm going to go into the Doug Polk, Charlie Carroll, Phil Galfon thing back and forth on Twitter a little bit. Not a ton. I don't know a ton about it, but... I just wanted to go into that a little bit. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, a possible trip to the WSOP. And we're going to do a hand review where a special guest, an unexpected special guest, stops by. So let's jump first right into a little bit of poker news. So I don't follow a lot of poker news. I definitely don't spend any time on Twitter. I kind of purged myself of social media about a year and a half ago and not really an active purge like I'm going to get rid of all this it was more just I'm not really going to download the app unless I need it (laughs) and when I got a new phone and just was feeling like I wasn't getting a whole lot of joy out of you know Facebook Instagram Twitter I never have had TikTok it just Felt like I didn't want to do it anymore so much. So I said, if I really want to download it, I'll download it. If not, I'm not going to do it. And here it is a year, year and a half later. And I don't have any social media on my phone. I might have Facebook. I may have opened that once or twice in the last year or so. I I haven't been following poker on Twitter for a while, but there is a story going on that hadn't caught my interest about uh, Doug Polk kind of finally being called out for the shit, the shit bag he is, which I've felt ever since the first video of his I've seen. I'm sure he's good at poker. He makes money playing poker, but his videos are kind of the worst part of poker in my mind. The, the, the way that he goes about tearing people down and making big deals out of things that aren't. And um, I, I remember seeing a video of his, you know, just tearing apart Daniel Negrano saying that he put up a, had a statement of how more rake was better and went in for it, a total hit piece for 15, 20 minutes, just destroying Daniel Negrano. 
when it was just not true, completely taken out of context, completely not true. And Daniel Negrano went out and it's like, I've had people come to me and say they used to like me until they found out I wanted more rake. <laughs> and it was like, like they just, it just took like this misinformation that, that Doug Polk was spreading about him as truth. And that's kind of what he does. It's kind of his thing. He's, he just clickbait bullshit. Everything that's wrong with YouTube, everything I hate about YouTube is Doug Polk. And all of a sudden, just recently, finally somebody like stood up to him and then everybody started doing essentially what I'm doing now and just coming down on him, right? Like somebody drew first blood and then everybody was at the same time kind of like, yeah, he is a piece of shit. I don't like him either. You know, put out this piece on Charlie about how he's essentially a child molester and supports and child molestation and just complete, absolute fake, <laughs> you know, QAnon conspiracy theory type level of bullshit. Again, taking something that, that Charlie had said on Twitter completely out of context and running with it just because he knows it will get clicks. He doesn't care if he ruins people's lives or tears people down or affects people negatively as long as he gets his clicks that's all he fucking cares about it's so clear and so obvious and he's not funny doug polk like he makes these jokes and you're just like really like how do you have anybody watching like why does anybody care about you this is crazy so the only reason i bring it up is i i just think it's a good thing to see people finally just kind of standing up to him and being like you know, you're kind of a piece of shit, man, <laughs> you know? And sometimes I think people need to be told that, you know? There's, there's like, this culture in the world where we, like, really, like, value douchebags for some reason. And it led up to, like, Trump becoming president, right? Like, it was started, I would say, this started probably with, like, Simon Cowell. Season one of American Idol, you bring out this asshole, right? And it's like, oh, he's so cool because he's so mean and it's so funny. And then that gave rise to, like, the douchebag cook guy who had, like, 48,000 episodes and 13 different shows and quadrillion dollars just for yelling at people because they don't cook as well as he does. I guess it's the entire premise of his whole career is just being a douche to people who are trying to cook. And, like, oh, my God, he's the best thing ever, you know. And then it like, you know, there's more than just those two, but it kind of led to this like Donald Trump being like this respected great thing, right? So respected, so great that we'd elect him president. And we do that, right? And I just love anytime somebody punches back at that and it's like, no, like, why are we rewarding douchebaggery? Like, it shouldn't, like, we shouldn't accept this as a positive thing in the world. Switching gears, WSOP. I might go out this year. I haven't gone out to the WSOP for a long time. 2014 was the first and last WSOP I went out to. I played in one event. I had one bullet for one $1,000 tournament. It was a three-day event. I made it five hours. <laughs> um... And th that was it. And I think I played in a couple deep stacks, maybe two. I think it was really only one deep stack event. And then came home. It was a great trip. Went out with my buddy Kevin, who got me into poker 
20 years ago now almost 18 years ago maybe it was it was still a fun trip haven't been out since uh i kind of want to go out this year i don't have a ton of money i'm not going to play in any big events but a lot of the people i'm playing with are going out uh one one guy i play with quite a bit is playing in the main event as well as a couple other events so he must be going out with a good 20k willing to throw at poker and i I just don't have any that kind of money but i would like to go out and maybe play some cash maybe some one three or maybe sit at the two five um 500 cap table i've heard about at the win um and just check out the new venue you know the wsop is not at the rio anymore uh buddy of mine and i are deciding if we want to go how long we want to go if we would play in an event or would we just play in the daily deep stacks or would we just play some cash? So all the way back to my point was I don't play a ton of tournaments, but uh, I think I might play some out there. It would be nice. It's it's really exciting to buy into a WSOP event because it's the chances of playing with some really good players is kind of high. Now that sounds counterproductive. Like if you want to win, don't you want to play against bad players? Yeah, but it's also cool to play against people who, like, make a living, just to, like, see how they play and, like, learn. And you might sit down with somebody you've seen on TV before, somebody that you watch their YouTube channel. And it would just be cool to, it's just cool to know that you're playing for a lot of money, right? You bought in for a 1000 and if you win the thing, you're winning, like, 300 k Like, you're paying off your house. You know what I mean? So there's there's just something about that excitement of, like, Somebody in this tournament that I'm playing in right now who has the same amount of chips as me in three days is going to be getting a wire transfer for like 380K. You know, it's just crazy. And it could be you. It probably won't be. (laughs) But like it kind of could be. Like if you just run good, I've ran good for two days, three days straight before. That's not unheard of. So it's just there's something there's an excitement there. That would if I go out, I probably will try to find a way to play in a 1K event. So I'll keep you updated if we go out there. Maybe even I'll shoot a podcast out there or something. Be pretty cool if I was able to like interview somebody or just talk talk through a hand or something out there. But that is the plan. We'll see what happens, and hopefully we'll be heading out to Vegas sometime early next month. And sitting down and winning 340k and paying off the house. All right, the hand today. Uh, this hand is really short. I'm not going to spend a ton of time. Again, you can go to the show notes and look at a link to this hand and visually see the hand and uh, follow along. But this is a pretty short hand. It comes down to, to reads, I'm going to say. So this is kind of an interesting one. So this is at a 1-1 one, one, cash game live home game we're playing nine handed and we're sitting in the cutoff position with six five of hearts uh these are the types of hands i really like in this type of game this is a very similar this is a very familiar game a lot of the players know each other uh we play pretty regularly there's a lot of action hands like six five suited in position that's kind of where I want to be in this game. I'm almost more comfortable in this spot than I am with like ace queen offsuit in early position. Like I really like this spot under the gun, a player we're calling Hunter 
may or may not be his real name. Sometimes I just use villain one or villain two. Sometimes I use different names. <laughs> We're going to call this player Hunter. Play This player is under the gun. He makes it 15. Again, like I always have to do a disclaimer on these games, $15 raise in a 1-1 game seems crazy. That's 15x. If you post this online, everybody's going to say the same shit, which is... I found pretty bad advice on 2 plus 2, to be honest, because people just can't wrap their head around the fact that games play differently than online or what they want it to do. So they'll just always say, like, that was a 6x raise pre-flop. You should never be in there without Kings Plus. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no. (laughs) A standard raise in this game is probably... 7 to 15. So it is on the higher end. It is from under the gun. So it's a strong hand. And it's from this player that I will say are I've played several sessions with him. He's pretty tight. Um, he's pretty ABC. He's kind of one of those... He's not what I'd call like an action player. He is uh, not crazy tight for for poker in general but tight compared to this table where people are their v-pips are probably in like the 70 to 80 range right like just playing like crazy so he's he's a little bit more standard um he's sitting with 400 behind and i think he bought in for like 150 a big raise from him is a is a good hand he's just he has a good hand i promise under the gun plus two folds middle position folds uh, low jack calls. I do not remember who's in the low jack. We call the 15. And then kind of expecting the blinds to play. But they actually both fold um, for, for me. Again, disclaimer, I'm not a good poker player. Don't take everything I say as positive poker playing advice. But to me, I would have actually liked it if they called. I'd have position, 6-5 suited, multi-way, um... I actually want more people in. <clears throat> Pretty much knowing for a fact we're behind this guy, right? Like, he's got a better hand. He's got ace-king. He's got jacks plus. I'll say that. Like, it's jacks plus. I, I just know. <laughs> Flop comes down six of diamonds, six of clubs, ace of spades. Actually, this is probably the perfect flop for me. I've got trip sixes, and he's probably got a really big fucking ace. Now, he might have ace-ace, and we're screwed, but that's really the only hand we're scared of. We love it if he has ace-king. Totally possible. We love it if he has kings. We love it if he has ace-queen suited. Uh, He might have ace-jack suited. Probably not, but... The ace, we, we, you know, we like it. Um, so this is kind of what we're looking to, to happen in this spot. When we call it the 6-5, it's like we're looking for trips. We're looking for two pair. We're looking for flush draws and straight draws. And we hit the trips. He goes ahead and leads um, into 47 for 20. So almost a half pot bet. He's leading in to two of us here. You know, C betting, I think it's normal on a, on a on a paired board a paired flop a paired rainbow flop with an ace i think he should bet here um a lot of the time whether he has the ace or not L- low jack folds 
and we just call. So I think it, a raise is probably fine, but I'm not really scared of anything, right? Like maybe if a king comes down, it's like, fuck, maybe you had kings or something, but I'm not really scared. I don't see a huge reason to like announce to the world that I have a six or at least that I'm representing a six. Like, just call and, you know, you have position. Just let's see how it goes. So here comes the turn. Ace of clubs. So the board is six, six, ace, ace, two clubs. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so now it literally just flipped on me, right? I went from really hoping he has a strong ace to now I'm dead to an ace. Um, I guess a six <laughs> would be an ace, but essentially I'm dead to an ace. Now the only hand I beat is queens or kings, and how do I make any money from kings or queens on this board? Probably not going to happen. It's another way I think about poker is how do I make money? So it's not only do I have the best hand or the best position or whatever, but I try to think in terms of what, how do I make money with this hand when I'm making like pre-flop decisions and stuff. When you're like ace-jack offsuit in the small blind, right? And there's a sh like two raises and a bunch of calls. Like, I guess I can call, but how do I make money here? Against an ace-10, I guess, or an ace-9? Yeah, I guess. You know, most likely I'm just going to lose money out of position without kicked. Here comes Connor. Hey, Connor. I'm just recording a podcast. You want to be on my show? Another mic. It's not turned on yet. You want to be in it? Sure. All right. Well, let me pause this and make that mic active. You talk again? Yeah. Into the mic. Is it working? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> we are recording. You say a couple more things. I gotta make sure your volume's good. Is it working well, or is it, <clears throat> or is it not working that well? I think it's working good. Okay, so <laughs> let me finish my thought. It's going to be mid-sentence, so it's going to be weird. You ready? I can't do this. <laughs> okay, so Connor just walked in. Say hi, Connor. Hi. You can do better than that. Say <laughs> hi like a human. <laughs> oh, this isn't going to work. Hi. All right, my son Connor has joined the podcast right in the middle of my hand review. But the last thing I want to say really quick is we're looking... We're on the turn. We have 6-6, six, six, ace, ace on the board. We have 6-5. And Hunter leads out for 75 into 87. It's almost a pot size bet. So this is kind of weird. I'm finishing my thought mid-sentence here with Connor staring at me. But anyway, um, we'll stare at his phone. So anyway, bringing around the whole point of <laughs> this shitty podcast to finally finish my point is... He's leading out with kings never, right? He's probably worried that I have like a shitty ace or a six. With him betting pot there, he's begging that I have a six. So I instantly fold. So I think that's probably tight. I'm, a lot of people might assume pretty tight there with the full house, folding the full house to a single bet on the turn. Um, but I do stand by the fold. And I'm just going to end it there, and you guys can bitch at me later. All right, let's move into our interview segment now. What's up, Connor? Hi. So,
So I did promise everybody at one point that I would try to uh, have somebody on the show. Yeah. And I've had a couple of my friends say, I'll be on the show, but never really Man. lined up yet. What friends? I have three friends. <laughs> you want me to name them and show you pictures? Three. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of them's you, just so you know. I'm counting oh, you. Shit. So, Connor's on the show. Uh, what do you know, Connor? What do you think about poker? Um, I mean, like, it's competitive, and it can, it can cost a lot of money. Uh, I mean, you can play it cheap. You can play it free. You can play it with... How, how much poker have you played? Um, only with you, and that's about it. Maybe, like, not poker, per se. Maybe, like, um, like card games that use poker cards so you come on a poker podcast with your old man Mm -hmm. you don't know anything about poker i know i know roughly what you know oh shit you (laughs) think you know as much as me about poker yeah you've taught me pretty well all right what let's see here then maybe we should do a hand review with you and see if you even know what's going on Mm -hmm. (laughs) who do you know that plays poker Mm, you anybody (laughs) else a bunch of your co-workers. Like what about Mr. Too. Beast? I uh, guess Mr. Beast plays poker. He doesn't play it often, though. He's, he does a lot more things. Than have you that. ever watched him play poker? I have watched him play poker, but they're really long. And, uh, Poker's long. He, he plays poker with more other celebrities, like um, different celebrities that are... Kevin Hart. Yeah, and like Minecraft YouTubers and yeah. video game YouTubers. He does it with everyone. I mean, he... He play. He does so many different things. Like he does poker. He does like video games. He does like charity. He does a lot of charity and a lot of games and game shows. I think you'd be good at poker. I I might, but you've I never won against you <laughs> yet. It's because I'm ruthless and I won't let my kids win because even, I lose even so much. Even when I was playing for like nickels and quarters back in like win. 2015, <laughs> I gotta win those nickels and quarters. Damn it! <laughs> you let me buy. You literally had a cup full of nickels and quarters that I would <laughs> that I would use to play in, and then like at night if I wanted to go to the gas station or something, I stole like, you know. How horrible it was going to a gas station with stolen quarters to you buy a freaking Snickers bar. You stole from the quarter jar? <laughs> yeah. You were never going to notice if four quarters went missing so I could get a drink. Oh <laughs> that money that didn't even matter to you. Sometimes I took like oh. 10 bucks and quarters and went and got like freaking um stuff from McDonald's with Charlie. Like All money matters to me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was quarters and nickels. I didn't think you were going to care. I think you have won against me before. You've never won? Well, I did get a... I think I, think I got a Royal Flush against you. A Royal Flush. Well, was that the highest hand, right? And yeah, it was the first time you ever saw it. You had well, a Royal Flush against me? Yeah. I was probably jealous because I don't think I've ever yeah, had you, one. Yeah, you were really jealous about it. I remember that you were angry about it. <laughs> angry? <laughs> yeah, you're like, I can't believe you got a hand I've never had before. I've, I've never had a Royal Flush. I don't like um, Texas Hold'em. I like um, the, the pineapple and Chinese poker is a Open little bit more fun. Face Chinese poker. That is mm-hmm. fun because there's not, it's not so serious. There's no, like, bluffing. I mean, there's a little bit of, like... You can mislead somebody or something, but it's all out in the open. Everything's, it's like chess. Everybody yeah. can see everything. It's a game of, everybody has the same information. Yeah. 
Um, and so it's a little bit more fun, but it's exhausting because you play every hand all the way through to the end. Whereas Texas Hold'em, you can sit there and chill for half an hour every. Yeah, day. I'll try. I'll play one of your poker games eventually. <clears throat> here at the if, house. If I did a ten dollar tournament, would you play? Because I, I, Emily, I Emily wants to play. I wouldn't want to play a ten dollar tournament because do you have ten dollar tournaments? Do you? No. How, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I would like to join one where it's like a hundred dollar limit. Um, <coughs> hundred dollar minimum because i would i would play it but i feel like um now that i make money i wouldn't be super sad i mean i'm, yeah. I'm about to spend a lot of money on my mom and she doesn't know and you don't know how much it i'm is. gonna post this but your mom doesn't listen to this podcast she so. would never listen to the podcast and <laughs> no one's gonna tell her because no one knows who she is especially because i mean like you get like two people who listen to it if you send it to I her told she you won't i have three friends and you're right <laughs> two of them listen to it and you'll you'll send even if you sent it to my mom, she would start listening and be like, "What the hell is this?" and just end it because it takes thirty minutes for you to get to the part where I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably about exactly correct. What else do you know about poker? I mean, what do, do you, you know what a straight draw is? A straight draw is that when you what's it called when you get a straight and um, you hope that it draw. I mean, like you get, that you. That you or no a straight draw is when you have uh, get a straight from how many cards you put down. Yeah, like, like you have four, three or four cards to a straight, but you're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. And that's a straight draw. Yeah. All right. So you know a little bit about poker. You've played with us, but you haven't played for a long time. So I, I asked if you played a ten dollar game, and you said not really, but you were playing a hundred dollar game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I know you think because in the past I've I've played. Get, like poker games and um, I, I haven't let you really put up your own money because you were too little but you're getting older now I, I i wouldn't be if i if i could put myself in the right mindset i wouldn't be angry if i lost money because i would just do it for fun yeah and then if i won money that would be kind of cool that's definitely the right mindset for poker because you can definitely lose your money mm-hmm. i know that i would play i would probably at max put 100 and then 100 one more time um, so max 200 is what I would do. And if, and if I ended up losing, I would just walk in the other room and start playing my games and <laughs> screaming. Why don't you play video games like for money? Because you have to be really good at video games. I'm good at video games, but I'm not. 21 as well. You got to be 18. 18. Sometimes you can be 16 with parent consent to play in tournaments um well, that's kind of how you be 13 play in tournaments it's kind of how poker is you have to be really really good to actually make money a lot of people play poker and they might make money one night and lose money the other but to really make money long term you got to be really good one of the games that i would compete in and get try to get money for would be rocket league but rocket league is not like any other game because other games are shooters or like they're all kind of the same but rocket league is its own genre because it's a game where you fly a car around it's different mechanics there's no game that's like it so you your muscle memory has to learn like just that game like every other game has like the same like move forward like all the first person shooters all the racing games yeah they all have the the same same controls and everything but in rocket league it's different and that's one game i've been playing since 2014 and i'm still not that good but i'm (laughs) i've watched you play you're really good at rocket league you should see the stuff that other people are doing it's it's i'm not really that good at rocket league wow that's when they play for money right some people just play for fun and are better. Maverick. Was, but I mean, yeah, Maverick of course, was pretty good at. But isn't that one of the ones they have like competitions? Like you were watching like a 
televised competition for Rocket League. Yeah, I was doing that so I could get rewards in the game. Oh, you didn't even want to watch it? Um, I was watching it probably to watch it, but I also just had it playing in the background because you had to watch like six hours of it to get like a reward in the game. And some of those rewards, um, if you got really lucky, you got like a a really good version of something that would sell for a grand. Wow. And of... Brayden, you know Brayden, he he got something and it sold for two hundred dollars. Wow! Just by watching the stream, so that's crazy. Because they're very rare. They were called like apexes. They were a new wheel that you could only get from watching the stream from a certain time, and you would, and you might get that reward out of like the ten rewards. And there's like different variants of the reward. He got a pretty rare one, and he sold it for like two hundred bucks or something. That's crazy. Have you ever done a Twitch stream? I have not done a Twitch stream. I have done... Well, I have done Twitch streams before, just not... Um, I don't know. I'd have to look at the accounts, because I probably had a couple accounts, but I don't have any Twitch streams that are, um, like, present anymore. I haven't done a Twitch stream for a long time. I used to do... Like, Mixer was a Microsoft streaming platform, and I did streams on that one, but they, I think they took it down. Hmm. They deleted it. I know you have all the equipment. You could kind of do it now. You have a decent mic in your room, mm -hmm. decent headphones. You could do a Twitch stream. I could do a Twitch stream, but Twitch streams don't really have much benefit if you are not really um, popular in any way because there's thousands of people that are streaming daily that have zero people and they still find no one. Um, Sounds like me. <laughs> it does sound like you quite a bit. I mean, eventually one of your videos hits. I don't have the type of motivation you do. I mean, I well, mean, I just do it because I like it. So yeah, but I mean, you, you do a bunch a... of random topics, and then one of them hits. Yeah. You, you 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 hit different topics often. Like you've got between ten and five hundred thousand views on videos without even trying. On I mean, YouTube. Like, yeah. But it's not without trying. So like what we're doing right now, recording a pointless podcast to nobody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do stuff like that all the time in videos. I just do it because I like it. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact I'll never make any money off any of it. Mm -hmm. But I do it because I like it. I do it for the same reason you play video games. I know, but for the same reason I play video games, I don't really, um, I'm not really in it for money. I'm kind of doing it for enjoyment. Exactly. The fact is, is if recording it, I wouldn't, uh, sh there's nothing to share. There's nothing entertaining. And then... Um, I eventually I'll get into the editing t side of it because I'm going to probably most likely take some type of computer course during school or in college and try to get a degree in some sort of computer type thing. Maybe I'll yeah. do editing. Maybe I'll do um, programming. I don't know yet. You do all of it. Could do all of it. Or I could get a, like a general education degree of as like... As long as you don't get a floozy to hold you down, you'll be able to do all <laughs> So like you? <laughs> I'm floozy-less now. Yeah. <laughs> Look what floozy list got you. I I convinced you. I'm a master manipulator. I convinced you in two two months to put a projector down somewhere that you absolutely despise. I also um, <laughs> you are a master manipulator. The thing is, I don't. I it's just because I really want it, and I th think that I might be able to get you to do it because it wasn't a bad idea. I really wanted to have a projector, and this room makes sense. It's you. That half of the room yeah. is so unused, and it was it was Haley's side of the room, and we we never used it for anything. And then literally, we had exercise equipment down here that wasn't used for years it just took up all this space i'm like why don't we have a freaking movie theater down here this is the best room temperature wise in the entire house yeah. and it's the smallest room and half of it is is your 
um, your studio, and you don't even come down here that much. No, I, I don't. And um, one upstairs in your bedroom sucks. You have like an awesome setup down here. You got these curved, fancy monitors. You don't need curved monitors that have 144 frames per second. You're not running anything. I'll tell you something. I don't need a lot of the things I have. Well, yeah, but you... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, your monitors are so fancy and you don't need them. They're only 1080. <laughs> yeah, so are mine, but yours are curved. I bought you curved ones, didn't I? No. Oh. I kept the curved one. that gave you the flat one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I bought you curved ones for Christmas. You bought me flat ones that were 1080p. They, oh, the only thing oh, that they had waste. was 144 FPS. Oh, they had the FPS that you wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, the, 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 what this room would really be perfect for, though, is a poker room. It. Yeah, but the <laughs> poker room, it was so crammed. And because the ceiling is brought down a little bit, everyone felt uncomfortable down here and crammed. In the upstairs, you have natural lighting. I mean, it, even though it is a bedroom, you got you yeah, got to... You really are a like, master manipulator. I am a master manipulator. <laughs> but the thing is, the the best way to manipulate someone is to believe what you're saying. Like, you don't want to put a poker room down here where my, where my projector is. You want it upstairs, natural light... <laughs> Mm-hmm. That room upstairs is the a bathroom third of the close. Size of yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is a point that I'm giving you that is a real point. The thing is, to be a mass manipulator, you got to be able to believe what you're saying. So, yeah. that, I mean, like uh, from South Park, I learned that because, like, whenever Cartman's like lying in South Park, he's um, they say that yeah, you're such a good manipulator because you actually your ego is so big that you believe what you're saying. <laughs> How many times have you seen South Park all the way through? Let's go with six. <laughs> I, mean, I only started how watching many episodes it. Are there? Isn't there like twenty eight seasons? Yeah, with like twenty eight episodes per season, um, and they're twenty minutes. But that's not that bad because I rewatch it, and I also watch it. In my I also have it playing when I'm sleeping yeah. for background noise, um, and also for like um, the like the show itself. It's 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 long, um, but. I've rewatched like Bob's Burgers twenty times. I've done <laughs> Family Guy five times, and I only started watching South Park eight, eight times. But I only started watching it in two thousand twenty. And you've watched it six times. Eight, six, 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 six. Jesus. Yeah, but it's because I don't really have anything else to do. I didn't really. I don't really have a. I mean, I have a job now, but like then I didn't really have a job, and it was COVID. I, I watched most of my shows during COVID because COVID, it was so easy. Like, I had gym online. You know I didn't do gym online. I sent him <laughs> I sent him a picture of me laying on the ground with my hands up for an entire day of freaking workout. I have the photos on my computer. You know how easy it is to fake doing gym online? <laughs> I can imagine. Like, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to prove it to you? I'm not sending you an hour and a half video of me working out. How are you supposed to prove that? No, that's pretty good. Yeah, I I wonder if anybody actually did it. Well, yeah, my math class, all of the answers were freaking... Like, she, she would give the entire quiz. You got caught you using can, GPT to write your papers, didn't you? Yeah, but that was by a teacher. So he, the teacher, so the, the the unfortunate thing is the person who caught me is the main technology, so he's my language arts teacher, but he's also like the main te- technology helper for the school. 
<laughs> That's how I learned what ChatGPT was, is you told me you got in trouble for using it to do your homework. He wasn't even mad about it. He was just like, did you use this? And I'm like, yeah. He, he, the only reason he knew is because he uses it to generate his examples, like examples of things in <laughs> yeah. class, something I thought, simple. I thought maybe because you're skyrocketed to like a college level essay overnight. <laughs> you didn't dumb it down. Yeah. So the best way to beat it um, without, like, if you, most uh, high school students are pretty poor. So the best way to beat it is to actually give topics that have happened in the past two years because it only goes up to 2021 of data. So if you give a topic that happened, like the Capitol riots, it can do that because that was a 2021 thing, right? But it can't do like the current debt ceiling problem. It can't write an essay about that. It yeah. can't write an essay about how... Um, Anything past 2021. I don't think... I think the Ukrainian war started in 2022, so I don't think the Ukrainian war happened in 2021. I can't remember. It's been about a year, so 2022 is when it started. So, yeah, yeah. so it doesn't have any knowledge about <clears throat> Ukraine or that about war at all. Being, I heard... So being bought... Or at least can use is ran on ChatGPT. So yeah, so um, ChatGPT is there like a like a software. They sell that as a software, and Google uses it. Duolingo uses it. So hundreds of companies can use it. Like I think Duolingo uses it to generate like examples. I think, but I think Bing is directly tied to three point five G ChatGPT, but it has current updated information. Yeah, and but I wonder, no one uses Bing. That's the thing is that no one cares about Bing because no. Bing sucks. Oh yeah, it's horrible. You have, Bing to, is you have horrible. to download Microsoft Edge <laughs> just yeah. to use Bing, which is a horrible name. And have you ever the browsers? Horrible. So Microsoft Edge. The only people that the only reason that people are using it these days is because you get points that you can use toward gift cards mm. by using it. Um, I personally don't like it. My my uh, main browser isn't even Google Chrome. I use Opera GX, which is Opera, but updated. Um, it's like a gaming browser, but it's also VPN protected. You know, if you go on YouTube and search, like, how to put Opera web browser on a Kindle, it'll find a video that I made from, like, 2012 showing you how to ha how to jailbreak a Kindle and put the Opera web browser on there. It'd be cool if you could help me jailbreak, like, a, <laughs> like an Xbox or something. Be a little fun. You know, Ronnie's good at that stuff. Yeah. I'm not. You send this to him. Like, they mention me, they mention me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, famous. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Connor. I think we've been chatting for about a half an hour, mm -hmm. and we didn't really talk much about poker, but we talked about gaming. Poker is a game. That's what's weird is I don't know why I'm so into poker, but not any other games. Like, I tried to play chess. I suck. Can't play video games for the life of me. But I love poker. But you're the opposite. You play games, but you don't really care for poker. I don't dislike poker. It's just poker is... Um, it's, you get bored, it's, though, it, right? it, it bores me, but if there's, like... It's because I was always playing for quarters and nickels, and I'm like, what's the point of this? There's, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, if we were playing it for fun, it's different. But if I'm playing for money and it's only so little money, it bores me. Yeah. That makes sense. So we'll do $100. I wouldn't let you buy into $100. For anybody who's listening to this who doesn't know who we are, Connor's 17 years old. I usually don't let the kids buy in with their own money. I just let them free roll if they play at all. I say, I'll buy in, and if you win, you win. If you lose, you don't. But now you're getting old enough to where you're going to start buying your own way, and especially when you're 18, I'll let you start playing in my game. Why can't I do it now? 
Because you're just young and it's a brutal game. You can lose a lot of money and I feel horrible. Yeah, but like... Actually, you're supposed to be 21 to play... Yeah, but who cares? We're not even. You're not even supposed to play poker or gamble in Utah. So yeah. who's you're one to talk, aren't you? <laughs> Hosting illegal games. It's not an illegal game. Our home address is. <laughs> Get you swatted. All right. Well, thanks for coming on my podcast, Con Man. What would your poker name be? My, they they started calling me Mean Dean. Mean Dean, probably just uh, Ron Con. Ron Con. Just my name back, the three last letters of my name backwards, and then the rest of the three first letters. Connor. You could even just say Connor, meaning like Con Man, which is what we were named. Because I call you Con Man all the time. Yeah, but Con Man is better. So I, Con Man's one, a good one, poker one name. My, my friend keeps calling me as Con Dog. Con Dog. <laughs> I hate it, but he... But it, it, I guess it works. I like con man because poker, like a good poker player, is kind of a little bit of a con man, a little bit of a master manipulator. Oh shit! I never even realized that. That was that. What you've always been calling me a con man. <laughs> <laughs> I never even realized that. I just remember calling you Connor Bonner, and who thought that that was your middle name? Your cousins thought that. Bonner. Bonner was my was cousins. <laughs> I can't What's cousins. I remember calling you when you were little, like two or three. I'm like Connor Bonner. <laughs> and I think it's like Maya or somebody looked at me and was like, is Bonner his middle name? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Conman. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to go do some drugs. Don't go.